This is Mish and Daph, your favorite joins, and welcome to Puff Puff Give. What it do, boo? Greetings. <laughs> How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Yeah. I just, yeah. You just kind of like, eh? I have a headache, guys. Okay. <laughs> Can't y'all feel it? Can't you? Yeah. Why'd you only take one? Because I'm not a pill popper. Weak things from you see, she's pushing drugs. In I am peer not. pressure. <laughs> That's all I got. I'm trying to help her ass out. Listen, all right, I'm here, guys. Welcome. Wake up. <sighs> We're back another week. All right, what's going on? Yeah, send us some some questions and some topics. Send us uh, to our email puff puff give business one right at gmail.com send us some questions some topics and something you guys want to talk about or hit us up under the comment section on instagram or facebook or anything and let us know what you think what you want to talk about what you want to hear and we shall do it if it's in not everything if it's in reason within reason we'll discuss it (laughs) maybe (laughs) don't be mean (laughs) all right so you want to talk about our joints Listen, <laughs> listen, so I know I try to be classy, but listen, try is the key word. Try in my room, in the living room, I'm ratchet as all get out, like seriously. <laughs> and I just, we just came across this group. We're... We know you guys know about them, but it's new to us. Listen, don't judge. Yeah, time. we're on a late train, but it's okay because we're here now. And we are getting off on the next stop on City, City Girls. Girls. Ah, get it. City Girl from the 305. <laughs> what? I, Yo, I love them. I do. I do. It's like. All right, that's how we found them, though, y'all. Um. Well, at least my, I've always heard City Girls a little bit here and there. I haven't. Like, no? No. But I didn't know what they looked like. I didn't know who they were. Mm-hmm. So, on the Drake and my feelings. Yeah. Um, The one girl, I don't even, I don't even know their names. I know the one girl name is G- JT. Mm-hmm. I want to say the other girl name is Risha because Drake says Risha. Then she starts, like, rapping her part afterwards. But I'm not sure. Y'all know who we talking about. Y'all know who we talking about. But, um... They were like, oh, the City Girls is on Drake's song. And I'm like, wait, who are these girls? So then when I watched the video, and I was like, who's JT? Because <laughs> they got it, like they got her airbrushed on the shirt. It's real cute. Yeah. Right? And then, so I was like, well, let me type them in. And the floodgates opened. Mm-mm-mm. <sighs> Their songs are amazing. They're like mm-hmm. the new age Trina. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, if, if Trina went out of style... They could definitely fill the gap, but Trina ain't out of style. Not at all. Not yet. So it's like they're they're good. They're, they're so good. cute. They're funny. Like I love their unapologetic. Like I don't give a damn. <laughs> scamming ass. Yeah, scamming. <laughs> putting these niggas on notice. You need a nigga that's gonna swipe them visas. What? 
Okay. I don't even need the card. Just give me the numbers. That's it. Girl, when I was taking the picture of the card in the video, I said, Lord. But I love them. Yeah. It's like, I can't get enough. They're like so liberated and just free and just like, like, you either got that bread or you don't. No, she got. They got standards. Where the bag at? Go where the bag at? And where the bag at? Go where the bag at? And they, oh, they're bundles in the new video. What? Did you see just them? Blowing oh, like I wanted to get on one of the jet skis. I just wanted one of my. Well, I don't have no bundles, but I admire theirs. Yes, their bundles were like, really can I, nice. Can I just, just want to like touch one. They were like flow. They looked real yeah. cute. They look like it's coming out of scout. I know. So, city girls, we love y'all. Y'all keep are doing your thing. Keep doing your thing. Bring the hits. Free JT. Please do. Yeah, free her. Okay. Okay. We, gotta like, get we about together. to get on the campaign because worse than Joey in the ski. <laughs> but in conjunction with the city girls, um, Drake dropped in my feelings video. Yes. Now, new to me, old to you guys, I actually never listened to the whole song. Because I always kept seeing the Kiki key key challenge. Right. But I never listened yeah. to the whole song. I'm just like, oh God, I'm over it. And you know what? Um, I believe it was SpongeBob. A meme of SpongeBob going around and he was like you know, had the thinking face on, finger up to the chin. Drake only loves his mom in his bed. Why is he worried about Kiki? That's all I want to know. Well, I got questions. Kiki is back in full effect. I was over it, but that's only because I heard the beginning part of the song. So then when I watched the video, and I was like, why nobody told me? Why nobody told <laughs> only get, me? Only getting clips, huh? That this part, like this, the breakdown, yeah. right? No one told me that the City Girls part was in, and nobody told me the little Wayne, little, you know. Girl, I was in the car like, work that ass, work, work that, work, work. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all taking the Kiki thing, and it's, it's like, okay, okay, it's okay. But that's not even but the best the part. Kiki. That make the whole song just a cool. Yeah, that's, how that's, about that? That's not even the best part of the song. <sighs> I am late. But I am, Drake know how to reel you back in. Just when the song was getting old, mm-hmm. he dropped this bomb-ass video. And now it makes me want to go to New Orleans. It's I thought they was from Florida. Yeah. Hmm? Okay. Huh? I thought they was from Florida. No, the City Girl's from Florida, yeah. but the video was in, t- in New Orleans. I'm okay. I've been there. It's lovely. Wonderful people. Yeah, but we haven't, we haven't been together. <sighs> I just want to like get some grills. Somebody keep bill money, please. <laughs> Somebody, I just want to get some grills and just go down there and just yeah, live your tell. best life. Yep, shake a tail, feather. Well, speaking, okay. Remember, I told you I made jambalaya. I know we talking about New Orleans. So I made jambalaya in a crock pot. Do not judge me out there. I, I found the recipe. Okay. My eyes already judged. And my you. time was very short, so I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna try something new." The the seasoning, everything it? was great. You know where I fudged up? Weird. I put the rice in. But wait. I went to the market and the rice overcooked. Oh, no. So that's... It looked like... No, it looked like red grits. It's uh, mushy. Yeah, and anybody that knows me know I am horrible at making rice. Really? I am okay, terrible. Okay, so Misha's a great cook, though. Like, she can, she can really throw it in. But Beth you, is a healthy, good cook, too. She is. But the rice, though, I'm horrible. You, okay, I never used a rice pot. Like, don't like you know, cooker? like, the, the rice cooker that okay. you can just set it and forget it almost? Mm-hmm. I've never used it until I was working this one job. <laughs> and 
I just, I, 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 I have an appreciation for African food, especially from Liberia. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. When I tell you, they had the hugest pot of rice all the freaking time. Like, but then I would find myself like, oh, let me get something. <laughs> and that's the only time I've ever cooked rice with a, a, a cooker. I've always just cooked it on a stove. That's crazy. Oh, look at you having skills. Mm-hmm. I tried it. It's either too mushy it burn at the or too rough, like too hard. My girlfriend, she knew my struggles. She heard my cries. So she brought me a rice cooker for my birthday. Um, We're still getting there. I am still trying. That's what I'm talking about. Real friends. <laughs> Dead real know. friends. We all have our strengths. And she knew she is terrible at rice. And you know, mm-hmm. I'm still trying. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, so the jambalaya... Uh, was horrible you know my mom was really trying to be nice and i was like you don't have to take it it's okay i'll i'll just throw it in the trash how poor taste buds it didn't taste bad but the rice the consistency on the tongue child look like red grits i swear however (laughs) it looked like red grits it was so bad so bad that's one of those pots you just look at like with a questioning face like yeah i was like so i just wasted my whole sunday i'm gonna just throw the Throw the whole dinner away. I'm going to just eat some chicken salad go to bed. <laughs> so, um, City Girls, we love you guys. Drake, Keep doing your thing. Drake, this video is awesome. It's fun. Um, Subway. Listen. Y'all know listen. definition. So, okay. My car have been, like, my car was out of commission. I know y'all was like, wasn't it before? Listen, it's added again. You know, once you fix one thing, something else go wrong. So, to ride the L, man. Like, which is not bad, but good lord, I realized like when you ride the subways in Philadelphia, it's like you you know that curve you have to learn about in math, where it's just like that dip and you gotta get to the other side. I'm horrible at math. Don't ask me. I don't know. Oh my god. Yeah, okay. So anybody class every time. I don't know. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Y'all math mathematicians and all, but. You can find, like, the line of uh, hood, gentrification, back to the hood. True. Yo. Oh, yeah, when you ride the L. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I'm on the L today, and I just, mind you, I was riding it for, like, maybe three four days. Okay, cool. No problem. I just noticed, it just clicked with me today, that there's a greeting when you get on at a certain step, at a certain point. It's like, welcome, welcome to SEPTA. Like, bitch, what? Wait, it, it's like automated? It sound like it. It sound like she's sitting in the front with the, the conductor. Wait, when you get on the train? Yes. No. Okay, so this is what happens. If you ride, anybody that's from Philadelphia, you know that there's two subway uh, carts, which is um, two, it's two subway, like you know, rails. I guess you have the Broad Street line, which is the orange, and then you have the blue line, which is the L, yeah. right? So the L runs from Frankfurt all the way to 69th Street. Craziness. So you don't hear this message when you get on at Frankfurt. Uh-huh. It's only around like, like Center City. Like Burks or even Gerard, that's where you hear Northern the Liberty oh, gentrification neighborhood where you're like, where you're greeted when you got on the door. Ain't that stuff? And then when you get off, so around once you pass, um, once you get to like City Hall, 
make sure you take all your belongings. Like, what? So when you get to 69th Street, then what? You just get your ass off you the just, train? Doors closing. Like, like, what? That's actually really that? interesting. Oh, my gosh. My mind was blown. I was like, oh, oh y'all wow. trying it? Why I don't get to get greeted at Frankfurt? Listen. I don't want to be at Frankfurt. But that's the <laughs> point. But still. When you're greeted, you're greeted. Yeah. Maybe. Everybody deserves to be greeted. Oh, Santa. I said, look at them being stank. Oh, you're about to get a letter. Mm. You know it's serious when you write a letter. Hell that's yeah. all I'm saying. But I just was like, next time y'all riding. Well, I, mean, I, I, don't don't know, see, I don't know if they do it on, on Street Line. But if you're riding the L, just just ride. Just ride and just take But notice. you know, it's crazy how you see the neighborhoods change when you ride yeah. on the sub or the L. Well, not well, the sub because you're underground. But I mean the L. Because the L goes under. But yeah, no, but I'm talking about the L. How you could just see the people yeah. change. What? You know, oh man, the smell changes. It does. It does. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, being in the neighborhoods. I was in Kensington. Don't. I. It was a mistake, and I had to get out of my car. I was scared as hell. It's like zombie behavior. Oh my gosh! I saw it on the news a few weeks ago when they were supposed to do some cleanup under this bridge with everyone yeah. that's like, you know, on heroin or whatever. But I seeing that shit in real life, child, I ain't never run from the car so bad, like so fast. Mm-hmm. I was out, like out. So, uh, Philly, yeah, y'all, y'all just trying everything now. The damn train, y'all really. Listen, and I've been running on on the subways and stuff since I was like a teenager, oh, and it's just like that wasn't there before. That was not there before. Oh, well, yeah, girl. You know who they got to cater to. <sighs> not us. And by us, I mean anybody <laughs> who's been in Philadelphia. Nah. More than what? So they turn 20 on the, years. Why? So they turn on the green when they get to uh, Northern Liberty. Yes. Y'all funny. Uh, um, I don't know if we're creepy for liking this person, but I saw him on Breakfast Club and I was like, oof. You was like, you know, when I was watching Run's house, I was like, oh, diggy with the little bra- like braces. I was like, oh, you know. He's cute, like little brother cute. But now, what happened, Diggy? <laughs> diggy must have been hitting that gym. Diggy. Eating all the protein. All the calibrines. <laughs> Wait, what? All the hallmarks. <laughs> diggy <laughs> is looking like a full course meal. Very, very attractive. Very. Very. And he has a new song. Daph, I really want you to get into it. I haven't. I, I've just seen the picture. <laughs> all she needs is a I, picture from the video. <laughs> that's all. No, I do plan on listening to the song. He looks really great, though. Um, I'm happy he's coming back out. I yeah. did like him. Even my oldest sister and I, we like liked Diggy Simmons. I thought mm-hmm. he was a really good artist but you know he was saying like the industry i guess was just a bit too much for him and he needed some time to get himself together and i'm like i figure that usually is usually especially when um children grow up in the industry Mm -hmm. and then you become an adult and they now you need people to respect you like an adult in the industry so that can be like its own its own little situation there Mm -hmm. um but but diggy's looking fine diggy keep keep um keep it up Boo. Okay, no, I can't. I can't call him. Boo. No. How old is Diggy? Probably like what? 23, 24? Maybe. 
Age ain't number, number. Oh, no, ain't number that. I wish I had my face on right my hand for you. It'll never die. Okay, R. Kelly. No, we are not doing Robert today. Okay? No. Robert is canceled. Listen, well, you acting like I'm over here. I know. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's, let's get back. So. Beyonce has been doing the damn thing as always. Mm-hmm. As always. First of all, I know we talked about last time uh, about um, the photographer. The yeah, the concert and the photographer. But now the picture's out. Yes, thank you. <sighs> but not just so much the picture, the article. Beyonce was the really. The pictures were really nice. Though. They were. Weren't they soft? Yes. She and didn't you normally on... don't see that from a lot of people. Like, she has a soft. She, she said she was going for the, you know, the softer look you know this is like her hair no no extensions on Beyonce got dangles oh yeah yeah. she she really got dangles but um she looks really great uh I guess she just wanted to seem authentic and And it shows it really does show these pictures are beautiful and not only that just the stuff she was saying Mm -hmm. when she said she come from a lineage of like broken men I said, that's like ninety eight. Come on, Beyonce. Come on, Beyonce. Like, let's let's speak on it. You know, and and even when she talked about her um giving birth to the twins, Mm -hmm. and that um how she's accepting of her body, she's in love with her fupa. They belong together. Yes, Um, and she said, and um I was reading an article in Forbes, I believe it was. Don't. And Forbes, I think. So, and she was saying that, like, she, like, she really embraces her body. And it seemed like, you know, people who are in the limelight are always trying to change something or perfect it. And she's like, listen, I know how to get abs if I want them. Mm -hmm. But to be like, you know, just in love with who you are, that's amazing. And then when she was talking about, you know, coming from a lineage of broken men and she was saying how, um, I guess giving birth, like talking about male and female relationships and Mm -hmm. how having her son and her daughter share one womb and coexist together. It just, it was just mind blowing. It's just so beautiful, you know, with everything that she's been through and then to give birth to, you know, twins, a set of twins and, you know, male and female for them to you know, live together in one housing development and they're going to always be close and tied to one another. I was just thinking of like our interaction with relationships and, you know, men or women, you know, in our family, like how we kind of come together, but for them to share the same bloodline, I don't know. Like I I just, I just felt like it was just super deep. I think it's maybe the way she put it. Yeah. You know, because a lot of people have been giving birth to male and female twins. So I know, just, like, but you know, just maybe because it's Beyonce. I don't know if it's just be. Well, I mean, we don't we don't get to hear all these stories all the time, right? We don't get to hear these stories all the time. We know that Beyonce and Jay Z went through their shenanigans with their, you know, the that whole sh- that whole thing, and to come out of it something so beautiful mm-hmm. to give birth to a set of twins and for them to renew their vows and kind of. Try it again. Try it again. I think it's really beautiful to see them grow 
we know them as stars. We don't know them individually. But to see them grow through all the mess and the madness in the world, I think it's just really, really beautiful. And to see her just grow as a, a artist, a mother... You know, Beyonce doesn't really talk this candidly in articles. Not, not really. So, but I, I think feel like she, she, she really did like open up with this article. Yes, because it was on her terms, mm-hmm. and it's different when you want people to open up. And I feel like a lot of the interviews, mainly, is the magazine or whatever the 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 outlet is. They want you. They have questions that they need to ask you regarding this, that, and the third, and where. If you can do it on your terms, it's different. Like you can express and say what you need to say from you, from your perspective, mm-hmm. and that has a ton to do with it. Mm-hmm. It is not just like clickbait. Yeah. So uh, you go, Glenn Coco. You go, Beyonce. Because this <laughs> article, I am definitely getting her book, her Vogue cover, Rihanna's Vogue cover. We have a lot of magazines. Serena's Serena. What? Yo, Issa okay, right. let's talk about Issa real quick. When, how, I can't even put into words, like, she's just so freaking beautiful anyway. But to just see her great, like, how she's just so graceful on the magazine cover, like, flowing the, the dresses. The, yes, the, the different colors and the different, like, you know, fabrics that she's wearing. She has cheekbones and her smile is out of this <sighs> world. Okay? And she just looks so beautiful. Just, you can buy a smile like that. Oh, gosh. Like, one of the one of the um, photos, her arm was kind of, like, up, but you could see like the, def- the definition in her arms. Oh, it was beautiful. I'm like, Issa, come on, y'all. Come through. Come, come on through. this Black Girl Magic because y'all, y'all are Y'all are killing what? September. I gotta get this. You have to see In Style. No, I saw that Oh, one. yeah. Did I did. It? No, I did. With Serena on the cover is beautiful. Just, like, a nice, like, face photo. A port... Like, would that be portrait? Mm-hmm. Portrait photo. Badass woman on the cover. What? I mean, what oh, other... amazing. Like, what other well, title? Okay. Nothing. You have nothing else to put there. Black girls, black women, we are loving... All of this keep doing mm-hmm. it. Keep bringing it, bringing it, bringing it. Keep slaying. And and also, be a good friend and take good selfies of your friends, even though we're not on, like, magazine covers. Yeah. That's black girl magic, too. Hey, listen, when you get that iPhone or Android with that great camera... Yeah, let, let <laughs> sure. her... Yeah, like, come on. Like, friend, you gotta lay on the ground. We gotta get yes, angles. Like, get angles. Come on. All right. Uh, have you guys seen Brian Dawkins get inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame? Mm-mm. No? Oh my gosh. He was, was he crying? It was a very powerful speech. Let's get that straight. Yeah. It was very, very powerful. He um he was he is a motivational speaker. Now, let's give a little history about him. 13 seasons. 13 seasons at a as a Philadelphia Eagle. And three seasons uh, playing for the Denver Broncos. And yeah, when I tell you Brian Dawkins. He was open in his speech. He talked about how he suffered from depression since his rookie year. Wow. He talked about how he um, not only thought about suicide, but planning out how to do it just so he can leave his wife the money. Oh, like he and how he just how he just went through it. And a lot of the stuff, um, I feel like as of recent, we've been hearing about a lot of the issues that athletes go through. And, like, they're open up, 
you know, just more of their personal lives and they're not just seen as like all these like no nonsense type people that's just all about their sport. Like, no, they're, they're human beings. Like they have, up, you know, go through ups and downs. And he opened up about mental health and how um, Emmett, he's also another uh, football player. Oh, Emmett Smith? Emmett Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, which is, he's an awesome player too. But how he reached out to him and like he just was like a mentor and a friend and you know and Brian Dawkins was able to open up to him about what he was struggling with his depression and how he talked to him and like talked him out of you know just out not completely out of the depression but at least encouraged him enough to talk to a psychiatrist Mm -hmm. and I find that that's like like that was mind blowing to me when I was reading the article and Forbes about it because like you don't really hear about especially black men opening up about mental illness unless you like you know it's it's to the extent where there's almost no turning back or like you may see someone out on the street you know just you know doing whatever behaviors and and I wouldn't even say acting out but just you know inside their behaviors Mm -hmm. for their condition and I I thought that that was like amazing and how he just you know having a friend that can relate to you did Emmett Smith have an issue as well he had his own issues and I and just associated with the sport anyway associated with football you find people suffering from uh uh what is it called like concussions and that's associated with depression and like a lot of NFL players you know take their lives and things like that so I just thought that Brian Dawkins in his induction speech opening up like that. It's a conversation. Yeah, it's definitely going to open up the conversation for possibly other players. And yes. Even younger wonder, players. But even onlookers like ourselves, like mm-hmm. we're just at home watching it that, hey, you know, I want to have this conversation. I'm expressing, you know, I'm feeling some ways and I want to get some help. Yeah. And even to just go and get their help and it be helpful. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be afraid. And I feel like that's the, the real message about this is don't be afraid to talk to people. In the black community, it seems like sometimes we kind of shun it away. Yeah. Like, oh, that's just him acting like him or that's her just acting like her. When like, no, there's a real issue at hand here and we need to get to the bottom of it. So if you feel that you see a family member, a loved one, somebody you know, a coworker, a friend, and you can try to help them, at least try to talk them yeah. into talking to someone who can professionally help them and not in the midst of an argument because you're frustrated like oh no you really need to have a conversation no yeah not you know because sometimes everybody don't want to have that moment with grandma mom everybody at the table like you know if you can kind of get them to Mm -hmm. open and talk you know then you you know do something about it but um don't put them on front street in front of everyone no please that probably doesn't help at all not even a little bit but that was really brave of him yeah. To speak about such a personal, um, you know, issue because, uh, and it I really it isn't a personal issue. Yeah, yeah I mean, it is, it's that, like, the way he feels, it could affect, like, true, his team members, it could affect his family. Um, and then it's like how he was such an uh, uh, amazing player and athlete, you wouldn't even expect that. Mm hmm. 
So what if he, at the height of his career in the what two thousands? What if he would have killed himself? God forbid. Like you know what I mean? What if he yeah. would have did that and followed yeah. his first thought? Like where will we be? Who will we be talking about right now? Yeah, it's nothing wrong with going to counseling. I know I've had my battles trying to get to counseling because you're like, oh, ain't nothing wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And it's like it doesn't always have to be something wrong. And you'll be surprised how things manifest in your life when you don't fix it or address it. It can show up, you know. So get the help that you need because you only what what you always say, Deb. No one wants a filthy mind. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a version of it. Yeah. But you're not alone. Not at all. Yes. You may feel alone, but you mm-hmm. are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. Ooh-hoo. I'm here with you. I'm here with you. <laughs> you know, Michael Jackson didn't have no nipples in that video. Say what? Nipples? He didn't know. <laughs> Michael Jackson really. Do he need nipples? That's all I'm saying. I mean, I think everything. Areolas. Aren't they that? I don't know. I had a little... He ain't really... Well, he ain't had no areolas or barely look like nips. I don't know. When you watch the video... Well, when you bleaching... Listen. You better leave my boy alone. It's okay, but the beat was on point. And the lyrics was right. (laughs) Hey. All right. So. Do you use Snapchat filters? Sometimes, yes. Which one? Yes. The one that adds the little flowers at the top? I like that one. You like that one? Yeah, and it gives your eye a little glimmer, a little sheen. I like the dog one. You stick your tongue out? Yeah. It's like, I think it's cute. It has the ears. Well, folks are taking this, um, these Snapchat filters to the surgical room. Say what? <laughs> it's, it's getting pretty serious. All right, the filter you like. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just that one in particular, but... They want to, you know, configure their face to look like their eyes and cheekbones or whatever. It's called Snapchat dysmorphia. What is world? What's going Listen, on? Listen, really? Come on. We, we got to talk, y'all. So now you want to look like a Snapchat filter. You know you got to get old. You know Obviously you got to get don't. old. They don't know that. So you want them big old bug eyes sometimes? When you, with half a wrinkle around? <laughs> or like, you know the one with the little red lips and the little black hat? Yeah. Like, what, what are you? Like, why? I just, I, you know, it's, it's, it's just really a shame how social media is affecting everything we do down to our looks. Mm-hmm. Like, I read this one article that the, um, like it was a game for kids, but they were doing plastic surgery yes. in the game. yes. Come yes. on, like when is you it? You take gonna... the little knife and you drink yes. it. Yes, yes, or you give her bigger lips, or mm-hmm. this, that, and the third. And it's just, I feel we are really, if, if we're not already in this era, we are getting there to where self acceptance, just for who you are, you know, with with whatever you're born with. <sighs> People are looking for perfection and imperfection. Like, there's nothing about us being as humans. That are like it's nothing about it that's perfect because I'm not like you, you're not like me, you're not like Joe Blow down the street either. And it's we lose ourselves in this whole like fantasy that we have to look perfect, have to be perfect. Well, I can perfectly be me. How about that? Yeah, I don't get I don't get it. And I know it's derived from like another, um, what is it, a, a dys, dysmorphic? It's yeah, it's, it's, con- it's considered so it's a mental actual, illness. Yeah. 
and it's obsessive compulsive is on the obsessive compulsive spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't like. Is this a momentarily thing? No. Is is I it? feel like as as technology advances, this is going to advance. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's gonna it's gonna turn in. If somebody steals this idea, for real, I'm suing. It's gonna turn into like a little thing you can pop on your forehead and like disfigure your face and change it to whatever you want it to be so i guess instead of bringing in a picture to the doctor now you could just get a little application like a little app configure your face on there you know Mm -hmm. whatever and then take it to the doctor and this is what you want done like this is really good like it's unhealthy it really is it really is unhealthy you know it almost seems like sometimes not like people only feel beautiful when it's when the filter is on yeah, and their personality shows it. Mm-hmm. Like it, it definitely paints that picture full out because you act how you feel. Yeah. If you feel ugly inside and you need a filter and you need like you're gonna everything that has to be done has to be done with a filter. A video, a Snapchat, everything. It's crazy. So folks, like we say before, just chill off the media a little bit. Yeah, you know letting these things determine how you feel about yourself is really getting out of control and watch your kids with their games and everything you know playing plastic surgery games that is not healthy not even a little bit you think it is on one hand because you're like oh maybe they can grow up to be a surgeon but then on the other hand it's like well what are you actually teaching your children is it saying that the beauty standards aren't you know aren't right unless you had some type of surgery done Mm -hmm. yeah I wonder if this common, like, who is this common amongst, like, what age group or mm. what, is there, like, a particular gender? Mm. I don't know, I'm not making any assumptions. That's called, um, the Puff Puff Give, uh, what, healthy moment? Not only healthy moment, but instrument. <laughs> ooh, ooh, you know, we like research. We love <laughs> research. All right. <sighs> so. How many of us have them? Friends. <laughs> yeah. Ones we can depend on. All right. Dev? Yes. Now, do you have a friendship code of conduct? Damn right. You don't know. You better know. Well, I don't recall signing it. Well, you didn't have to. Oh, thanks. Because you, like, okay. <laughs> oh, she didn't take a deep breath. Jesus, what did I say? Yeah. Friends hold friends to a certain standard. <laughs> Agreed. At least we should. No? Yes. Why? Because it goes back to the simple rule of humanity. Treat others the way you want to be treated. That's all I got to say because that's all y'all need to know. Like, I'm just... <laughs> seriously. First, like, okay. Go ahead. What are you going to say? Well, yes. You should hold your friends to a certain standard. And I was thinking, is there like a secret unspoken code with your friend and what i mean by that i saw this meme and it was saying like it was like a public service announcement Mm -hmm. if your friend comes and pick you up and don't ask for gas money basically i'm paraphrasing guys basically just look out on the drinks and food when y'all go out do you agree or disagree that just seems right no that just seems like especially like okay so if you have it, if you can afford it, then sure. Because that's like almost splitting down the middle almost, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like even if I had to travel to come get you, like, 
I want you to come hang out. So I don't even care like how far I gotta come get you. I just want you to be there. Like true, but I also don't wanna I'm the type of person I don't wanna take I don't wanna seem like I'm taking advantage. Cause it's some people and you know who you are and you your friends know who you are. If you consistently <laughs> every time you go out or every time, you know, you have to go somewhere or something, if that friend constantly comes and pick you up and it's like, and you don't say, hey, here's $2 towards gas or here, like, you know, let me treat you out to lunch, like, or mm-hmm. something like that, then it's, this friendship is only a one way thing. Agreed. So I would rather it not be like that. And even if it's not all the time, um, you know, you can always do something special for your friends. I think it's like, and, and I think with people, I think it depends on what side of the coin you're looking at it. Cause yes. if you're looking at it, like, um, I don't, if you're like, oh, well, I'm doing all this for you or like, you're not, it's like, it's, it's your friend. I, I feel like, you know, your friends, right? You yeah. know, when you're being taken advantage of, mm-hmm. I, and then I, I don't know, maybe I'm just, you know, grouping everybody together. Some people probably don't know when they're being taken advantage of, but I don't know for myself. I know my friends well enough to know. Okay. I don't want it to look like a give and take thing. Mm-hmm. And even though in some relationships it is a give and take, I think it depends on how you look at it. Like, uh, well, she did for me. She came to pick me up, so let me get her a drink. It's all about the kind, like the was like the context behind it. So if you're looking at it negatively, then mm-hmm. it's going to come off gonna, that yeah, way. Definitely. But I don't think give and take in friendships or any relationship is wrong. No. You know, you come pick me up. Because that's what a relationship is. Yeah. A give and a take. A plus and a minus. And it's both sides to it. But if you're looking at it like, oh, I don't want her paying for me. Because right. next time, you know, she's mm-hmm. going to say. And it's like, if this is where y'all are. That ain't a friendship. That is not That's not friends. friends. No. Mm-mm. Now, say if you had a birthday dinner. Mm-hmm. And your friend invites, obviously, other friends that maybe you're not familiar with and they're popping bottles at the table and you just had chicken tenders and fries um are you paying for the bottles say what name or no or no i've been to a <laughs> listen i i am willing to chip in for the birthday person's meal absolutely <laughs> but if y'all be here popping bottles and i got ginger ale like common sense it's some things that's like okay extend the offer cool but on the other hand, it's like, all right, it's common sense now. Come on in. Get I've, it together. I've been to a birthday dinner, and homegirl was out here getting it popping with the bottles. And when the bill came, she I don't even think she even wanted to pay for the birthday person. It was just like, girl, what? Like, just perpetrating no. it here. Like, I'm going to just... Oh, that's I, called a leech. Isn't it? Yes. <laughs> that's called a spade a spade. That's a leech. <laughs> but see, here's the thing. If we go out to somewhere, I'm not a nickel dime type person. No, no. So, if I spend $15 mm-hmm. and we, you know, at a birthday dinner, I just know I'm, I'm paying 30 Like, right. I'll just double right. up. Like, okay. Just to pay for the person's dinner, that will include my tip. Yeah. You know, whatever the case may be. I don't like them kind of friends. They'd be like, well, I only paid $7.84 and I only had water. Like, come on now. Yeah. I'm not expecting you to pay, like, $20 more, but... Come on. It's not that deep. It's like, it's not that deep unless you make it that deep. Like, you see what I'm saying? Because then that's like negative energy that shouldn't even be really into it. Yeah, they shouldn't even come to the dinner. You just stay home and like, 
order a hot and ready or something. <laughs> like, I don't know. Little Caesar's hot and ready. See, city See? girl. City girl. We know city how to girl. put them back in. <laughs> now, with the friendship code of conduct, if you, if you see a friend that's dating somebody... Are you and and that person is being cheated on your friend? You telling or all? Cause I think it depends on where I stand with the friend. <laughs> and you know, let's keep it funky. Bitches get stupid. They do when it comes to they little they little friend. And yeah, I meant that in all negativity. They little friend. When it comes to they little friend, you know she might flip the script on you. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that'll happen. So I've like, seen it done. Yeah, I've had it done. I've seen it done. I've seen it. Done. And I just, I don't know. Do you tell? Hmm? Or it depends. Are you telling, <laughs> or are you just like out of sight? Well, it is in sight, but it's really out of mind. mind. <laughs> um, I see you, <laughs> and it ain't none of my business. But it ain't none of. <laughs> I see you, but it ain't none of my business. <laughs> I feel like I'm like stuck between a rock and a hard place. Because it's that whole snitches get stitches and like you're not supposed to tell, like to tell. And I would definitely, especially with it being a part of the code, I would definitely get my friend in check. Like, listen, I tell you off, like I tell you straight, kind of with all the love in my heart. But when it comes to you and your, your, your person. <laughs> Listen, just don't bring me no trouble. I don't know. I think I would just be like, he just trash. Like, I would probably just try to keep trying to feed it. Like, Misha, why you keep saying he trash? Like, exactly. You know, and you want, uh, uh, well, you know, somebody saw them. I don't know who, but I don't know. I would just probably try to, like, girl, you just need to let it go. Like, I think I would just keep trying to feed that story because. I feel like as soon as you tell... That's it. Because it can really bite you in the back when you tell. Oh, yeah. Because it can either be your friend jumping at you like, what? Da, 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 da. Or it can be that person, like the person your friend is in the relationship with and being the cheat. What is it? The cheaty? <laughs> the cheaty or cheater? <laughs> the cheaty. <laughs> the one that's being cheated on. Mm-hmm. Can really, like, you know, take it against you. And be like, well, I'm trying to help you out. True. You know, so you got to look at it from all angles. I don't know. I would love to know. Like, do you guys tell or not tell? Because, and it, I mean, maybe y'all can convince me to change my mind. I'm Because like, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> I, then it depends on, like, how close. Of, I mean, if it's my friend, obviously we're close. We're kind of close. But yeah. then it's like, am I saying something to him? Like, oh, how's so-and-so? Yeah, I'm going to go call her right now. Like, do you <laughs> but then like pictures speak a thousand words. So am I just going or do you take see- a picture with a filter on it and, <laughs> and just send it? I'm like, what's going on? Or like, are you zooming in on the camera? Like, yo, this your this your dude or this your girl out here? Or maybe I, you can just do a swift FaceTime and then yeah, and then scan the room. Hey, look where I'm at. You see it? Look, I need you to look real close when I scan the room. You know, listen, and just walk to the bathroom to walk back. And and just me holding the phone. Just like, you know, and just, like, you know, you can stumble and, like, be at the table. And then, boom, boom, everybody knows. Yeah, I don't know if I'm really telling. I I think it depends. 
It depends. Uh, if it's gonna backfire on me, I just like to. It's in sight, but it's out of mind. You know. I guess they'll come to terms Maybe with whatever one day they want to do. They'll learn. Maybe. I don't know. But it's like if you knew that nigga was trash anyway, I'm just letting you know he's like and then you don't really know. trash. Like waste management, yo. <laughs> but then you don't know the circumstances of why the other person is doing what they're doing, even though Who? Like the cheater? The cheater or the like you don't know. Maybe the person was cheated on and wanted to get back. Well, as the friend ain't my problem. I guess I feel oh my like God. I my problem is that you cheating on my friend. This Yeah. Oh wait, you didn't explain it like that. You explained it as though your friend was the person cheating. Oh no, I, I wasn't saying like that, like the friend's getting cheated. Cheated on. on. Oh yeah. yeah, definitely. What? No. Like that that's different. But when you're, you're like if your friend's a cheater, mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, Listen, that ain't my business. No. Uh-uh. I, I make no no Mm-mm. I ain't make no commitment to the other person I'm gonna just tell you like you foul or like you wrong yeah I told you I like, but I ain't telling hell no you know you ain't shit yeah <laughs> like but see I feel like if you tell your friend they ain't shit they can't even be mad they not gonna be mad they can't be mad cause they already know they ain't shit because they already cheating and they probably introducing you <laughs> I know it's a shame I don't know you Mm-mm. nope I've never seen this person in my life nope. so um is that all folks keep your friends close and um, <laughs> and do you keep your enemies closer listen enemies take too um too much negative energy so you might want to keep them away. So keep them away. Discard them. Just kind of like, you know, one eye on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. CBS on them. Just one. <laughs> you know, just see what's going on. But yeah, uh, don't be a petty ass friend when you go to the birthday dinners and your homegirl, your homeboy come to pick you up all the time and you like, um, you got that extra five or you know you owe me five dollars. Like, don't be gross. Come on in. Don't be gross all your life. So. On that note, I think our f- friendship code of conduct is signed here. Yeah. Daddy line. Yeah. Doop, doop, doop. I'll sign my John Hancock. My Braille. <laughs> Just I'm so done. you can feel what I mean, girl. <laughs> I felt you right there. That was like really sensual. Like, okay. I felt you. Always. Hope you felt it in the heart. So, we are going, guys. Going, going, gone. Peace. Pop, pop, yeah. Pop, pop, yeah.